it's Brit. <laughs> Should we do it again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, it's Brit. And it's Brooke. And you're listening to the Pretty Little Popcast. On this episode, we are going to be doing a little review and uh, overall chat about our new favorite show. The bold type. Spoiler alert, we like it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, if you don't watch it or you don't know it. It comes on Freeform on Tuesdays Tuesdays at 9. At 9, yeah. At 9. And it's about three friends who started as interns at a fictional magazine, Scarlet Magazine, Kat, Sutton, and Jane, and it's just about them uh, working at the magazine and kind of climbing the ranks. Yeah, being young professional. Oh, women in New York City. I don't in know. New York said City. That. Yeah. So it's kind of like I know we said this about younger, but it's like a millennial uh, Sex and the City. Yeah, definitely. I think more so. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we're gonna do like <laughs> I'm calling it our three part review, which we'll try to do for a lot of different shows. First part of the three-part review is what were your thoughts before you watched? So I went in kind of not knowing anything about it. Someone told me that it was about, our friend Eric told me that it was about three girls starting a magazine. So I was like, oh no. Bad information. Yeah, I knew that Marlene King from Pretty Little Liars, I I think she's a creator. I saw her tweeting about it. Did you know about it or... Um, I had seen a lot of ads for it on Freeform, and I, you know, since they lost Pretty Little Liars, they need something to fill that big old ratings hole. That's sort of the only taste I had of it were the promos they were showing, so I was excited to see it, but honestly, I did not have... Any expectations? Any expectations. Like, I didn't think it was... I would be that into it. I thought I wasn't going to be into it. Probably was good that there were episodes to binge, because... I definitely got into it, but... Oh, that brings us to our part two of the three part. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. So how did you... First episode reactions. Yeah, so first episode reactions is part two of a three-part review. I mean, there's definitely a lot of very cliche... Oh my God, so cliche. oh, we work at a magazine. We're all executive assistants who are best friends. We say we're poor, but we have amazing clothes and we live together. And of course, it's in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like the building, just the whole office atmosphere is a little over the top. And I think a lot of the storylines in that first episode were cliche. Oh, I'm going to have a secret makeout section with like... Oh yeah, there's like a secret office romance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and very cliche. But I have to say what I did like about it that made me... I And personally, I always give pilots a pass because they're usually terrible. I don't know. Really? Yeah, because they're always trying to set... It's very rare that you have a good one. Oh, they're yeah, always trying true. to like set, set everything scene, up yeah. and like just bang you over the head with kinda, what the show is about. It kind of worked for me. It's like very fast-paced, a lot of attractive people. Yeah. But this one, yeah, I was, I was oh, into. Yeah. It was like fast paced I felt like all the girls were different so yeah the girls are really different yeah Jane is just became a writer there in the first episode Sutton is still working as an assistant and Kat is like the director the social media coordinator it's similar to Sex and the City where the one girl is kind of the main character but they're all yeah their storylines they're all main characters can I say so the main character Jane's name is Jane Sloan which I was like yeah it's Jane Sloan and I was like could you have just given her a normal non-TV character name? Like Sutton is such a... Sutton is such a TV character, and I don't know one Sutton. No. Sorry if your name is Sutton, but I've never met (laughs) you. I like it. And I think it is... 
interesting to sort of it's that whole like fantasy thing of working at a magazine which is kind of funny because like I know people feel that way about like the entertainment industry and I think that's like oh it's just a job but then when I see them working in a magazine I'm like oh it's so cool they work in a magazine (laughs) and there's the typical like hot like devil wears Prada boss except is it just me or is the boss, like, the nice... That's the one thing that I think is super unrealistic. That boss is so nice. But she's not in the first episode. She comes off, like, the hard-headed, like, everyone's that's scared true. of her. And then, that's what I like, too. The character development throughout the next couple episodes, I feel like, is good. I appreciate that they have character development. Yeah, for sure. It's cool to watch this girl, Jane, write all these articles. They kind of work as storylines yeah, in yeah. the show. And then you see her write the articles. And actually, on I saw on Twitter that you can read... Oh, my God. Some of her articles online, yeah, which is really cool. Wait, so small tangent. Okay. The three actresses who are play the three main girls, one of them, the black girl, Cat. Cat. I was like, I have seen this chick before. Where have I seen her? And I realized I've seen her in The Saddle Club. I don't know what that is. So The Saddle Club, you know me and my foreign shows. It's like <laughs> a middle school age, like Australian show about kids. She's Australian? I guess, yeah. Who Whoa. Who like ride horses. She's not in the show. <laughs> at a saddle club. Wow. And that's what I seen her in when she was like 12 years old. She was cool. also in I Hate My Teenage Daughter and But Chasing Life, which is the same that's channel. Up. With a girl who had cancer? Huh? You don't remember this? I've never really been into, like, these young adult shows. Oh, really? You know, that's, like, my life. life. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't watch The Fosters or I I never watched Bunheads. I hate The Fosters. (laughs) I love Bunheads. So, wait, Jane, the main character, she is Katie Stevens. Mm -hmm. She finished in eighth place on season nine of American Idol. And how do I not know her? That's what I was like. But, wait, here's the craziest thing. She was also... She played Karma on Faking It. Like, I watched the whole first What's season faking? of Faking It. It's an MTV show. It's actually... Sounds like an MTV show. Yeah, it was really funny. It's, like, two girls who want to be popular at their school, and they go to, a, like, a really, like, PC whatever school. And so they pretend mm. that they're girlfriend and boy... I mean, girlfriend and boyfriend. They pretend they're lesbians, and they're, like, dating. And they get really popular, except one girl is kind of finding out that she is a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> she is kind of in love. Ooh. And the other girl is literally just faking it. You should watch it. That sounds really good. I'm yeah. going to watch it. And that's a good transition because also the good thing about this show is I was worried it was going to be cliche, mm-hmm. but it, it definitely goes into like obvious, like you know where some storylines yes. are going. But at the same time, there's a lot of like really important issues that come up and that i keep one. seeing i will we won't spoil well, i was it. gonna say that there's a lesbian storyline yeah. there's like a muslim storyline there's yeah. just a lot of very topical and very kind of push like almost controversial yeah. so for anybody who has seen this show i just want to say so cat kind of starts seeing this muslim woman adina mm-hmm. adina yeah I was really anti this relationship at the beginning. I don't oh, know but how you I felt love the because girl. I was like, Adina is such a fuckboy. Like no, she is now. <laughs> on the latest episodes, I was tweeting. I was live tweeting, and I was like, "Ooh, she playing with her head." Yes, I was like, Adina is such. A, <laughs> I just love. I, the I saw it from the so very much. beginning. I love the actress too, and she's like got great style. But I was like, very she tough. is such a fuckboy. Like, she don't is. be with her. But then. Later on, Kat starts kind of being a fuckboy, too, so they're kind of perfect for each other. That's another thing is you got to hand it to this casting department because I feel like with any other 
actresses, it could go south really quick. Yes. Like, they could be annoying. Yes. Or too stereotypical because yeah. in the promos I saw, they kept showing the woman, Adina, who is Muslim and a lesbian, and she kept being like, I am Muslim and a lesbian. And I thought they were just really going to be very stereotypical yeah. about both those things, but I think they did a but good job. But then at the same time, they did a good job of using that storyline to bring up that issue, like yes. the issue with the yeah. cops and... So what's our part three of our three-part review? I guess we would say, will you keep watching? Yes. Right? I will give it four bananas out of five. Four bananas? <laughs> four <laughs> banana emojis out of five banana yeah. emojis. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, I'm in. Yes. Count me in. So we're down. We've been watching uh, The Bold Type. We'll probably talk about it again after yeah, the we'll finale. It it's I definitely going to get renewed for a season I think so too. too. I think soon they're going to do it. Um, And Britt is, has been tweeting along with it so oh, yeah. if you're ever watching twitter. yeah bold type follow us on twitter the underscore popcast and tweet with us while you watch yeah and it's on 9 p.m on tuesdays only on freeform please be our sponsor so aaron carter's having wait 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 oh <laughs> wait 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 we're gonna talk about the news oh sorry news. i really jumped the gun you sing did. your song bro news Talking about news. Oh, sorry. Like, so we're in the office lights building today, and the lights went off, and it was a little scary. Anyway, Aaron Carter is having like an existential crisis, but in the best a hundred percent. Yes, I, I never thought Aaron Carter was on drugs, but now I think he. I don't know. Is Amanda Bynes, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a little bit of uh, mental illness, a whole lot of stress and a breakdown, or if it's the druggy drug drugs, but... And what we're talking about is that Aaron Carter, he was arrested for DUI. Wait, hold on. With his girlfriend, who he said he was going to marry and do a reality show with. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, God. Now he's come out as bisexual and he dumped the girlfriend. Yeah. I kind of think that he is gay. And maybe has been holding it back his whole life, and mm. that just like made him insane, or do I, drugs, or something. A hundred percent, one hundred percent agree with you. I have a, like a long-standing theory that when you don't allow people to be who they are, they get really weird and crazy. Insane. Like yeah. you just have to let people be who they are. Mm-hmm. This world is so judgmental, and like they just, yeah, like rightly go crazy. But I mean, good for him. I really hope that his like tour or new album I know. works out. So we're wishing Aaron the best of luck because he's going through some things right now what else is happening usher is giving everybody in the club herpes I literally waited a little bit to talk about this because this has been going on for a while. Has but it? I was like, yes. And I was oh. like, let me see where this goes. Because at first it was like one girl, I should say one woman in the industry wouldn't be named, was like, look, Usher gave me herpes and I need some money to deal with this. Also, like in some states. Oh, if you don't disclose. It's, you yeah, an it's STD illegal to not disclose that you have an STD when you like know you have the STD. Especially if you're Usher or like a celebrity yes. who's just, you potentially could be banging could, like hundreds of Like women. Usher could spread herpes around <laughs> yes. the whole of the United States. So there was that one suit 
and it was just like kind of quietly happening and then some other people joined on yeah it Wait, was then a man joined it was two women and a man yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and when it really exploded so they were all kind of unnamed until our girl Quintasia Sharpton did have you seen her uh, I have So she her. did a press conference, and before the press conference, all we knew was that she was Quintasia, right? And so everybody was, like, hotly awaiting this press conference to see who was this girl that Usher gave herpes to. And then Quintasia shows up, and <sighs> and just, like, judgmental yeah. people around the globe, they're like, oh, she's a big girl. He didn't sleep with her. But she's he- lying. <laughs> people were waiting for some girl from, like, the cast of Basketball Wives yeah. or, like... Yeah, she's a heavy set woman. She's like a... Not bi- chubby. Yeah, yeah, she didn't have any kind of flowing Beyonce weave or anything. She dressed up. Then even Usher, did you hear what he said against her? What did he say? He actually commented and was like, I didn't give her herpes. I didn't sleep with her because she's not my type. <gasps> he said it in like the most, I guess, PC way he could say it. That's such a like, bitch move. Uh, How about you just I say, did. I didn't give her herpes. Mm-hmm. How about now people are placing, like there's witnesses... Placing oh, Usher, I did see like that. right out front her hotel room. Yeah, and wait, so you probably Atlantic did sleep City? with Quintasia. It's weird because it was like Atlantic City in a days in. Yeah, I was very confused. Get a suite. I believe it. It's just it's real. Good. He also said that he was too busy falling in love with his wife. Oh boy, I roll. Oh my god. What did I say before about herpes? Everybody in the club get herpes. All right, we should move on. Um, What did you want to talk about this Taylor Swift one? Oh! Just the trial? Oh, the questions. This is what they asked the jurors. And it starts out like normal. Like, what's your gender? What's your current age? Then it's like, have you ever heard of or do you know anything about a lawsuit with the DJ and singer Taylor Swift, right? Okay. And then it's like, do you have an opinion of Taylor Swift? Have you ever considered yourself a Taylor Swift fan? Is anyone in your family a Taylor Swift fan? There's one that's like, have you listened to Taylor Swift on the radio? Have you bought any of her? Have you watched a Taylor Swift video? How could you not? It's impossible. Oh, yeah. It says in in the lawsuit, would you have a bias against, for or against Taylor Swift? Yeah. First of all, Taylor Swift, I feel like people have strong emotions about her. (laughs) Like, they're either in love with her or they hate her. And I feel like it's... I found myself answering all of these when I was reading it. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't. No, I couldn't be impartial. I'm not a fan of her. Because on the one hand, I don't really like Taylor Swift. But on the other hand, I respect her as a business person. And I totally think that guy grabbed her butt. I don't think she would just say that. Uh, I don't know. And Britney's like, it's totally lies. Like, I just feel like there's no way you could get impartial jury. And I just thought it was funny that they're like, have you you ever heard a Taylor Swift song? Well, like, yeah, I remember I have. I don't know. But where is it in Denver? You never know. Could be some Colorado old ladies. My grandma can't even say Taylor Swift. She calls her Taylor Smith. Oh, that's it. So she could definitely be on the... And she doesn't listen to pop radio. If they started playing Shake It Off, I bet your grandma's heard that. I don't know. At the grocery store? My grandma can't hear out of her left ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your grandma's she a terrible J-Lo, girl. Okay, if okay. this is a J-Lo, if this is a J-Lo uh, trial, she would be like, mm-mm. I don't care. I J-Lo's it. right. She's always right. 
Uh, Chris Brown is acting like a douchebag, as per usual. I was like, I don't even know if we should talk about this one. Ugh. So, Brianna posted a picture of herself at Cropover, which I always call, like, Carnival. I don't know why it's called Cropover. She looks amazing. Everyone's like, she's so thick. I'm like, she looks amazing. I know. I want to be that skinny. I want to be that, (laughs) exactly. Can can I be that skinny, but still have, like, She posted, like, an amazingly, like, curvy photo. Yeah, and she's at crop over, so she has, like, no clothes on. She's in Barbados. Yeah, and Chris Brown publicly commented on it with the eyes emoji, like, the pop-out on the like, hubba hubba. Which I just feel like... Don't. Just just don't. don't. And way to uh, display some abusive stalker behavior. Ugh. It's just like, haven't you done enough? Like, leave Rihanna alone. This is why... She shouldn't block your ass. Right. That other girl, what's her name? Karochi? Karopi? Karochi? Karochi? Yeah. Yeah, This is why (laughs) Miss Tran... Oh, Karuki. I think it's Karochi. I think it's Karochi. Miss Tran. So this is why Miss Tran, like, literally, he's not even allowed to post. Allowed to follow her. He can't follow her or post on any of her social media because he's effing nuts. Because he's crazy, yeah. He needs to get some therapy Who and some the help. Who like, publicly comments on, I don't know. That, yeah, that you, first of all, they is your ex. killed. First of all, publicly. yeah, you beat to a pulp. I just really, um, I know Chris Brown has a good you. voice, but I would rather have none of his music that I actually kind of like. I would rather have none of it. I literally, I literally can't even listen to a Chris Brown. And if song you're a Chris anymore. Brown fan, yeah, go if, read the police report from that night. Exa- and if you, will you love never. Chris Brown, you should stop buying his music and just send him letters telling him to go to therapy. He's just going to continue to abuse people. He's crazy. Unless he gets some help. He cry. Yeah, and it's not okay. What else? What else? What else? Oh, okay. Wait. This is. I just had this. So Tom Cruise got injured on the set of the new Mission Impossible I movie. I saw a video of it. Wait, did you see the video? I shouldn't laugh, and I really hope he's okay, but man, he ate it. So he was doing one of those, like, super, you know, Mission Impossible moves where he jumps from one roof to another, but instead of, he mistimed it, so instead of landing on the other roof, he just slammed. He just, like, landed with his, like, oh, he might have broken a rib or something. He just landed, like, with his And look at him, like a beast, still climb up. He is smacked full body into the wall and then climbed up onto the ceiling oh, that's really hard and to walked watch. a little bit and then completely collapsed. I you he like bro- He's lucky because you slam into your like stomach. There's all like, organs. Thank oh, God legs. he didn't hit his head against yeah. that concrete. Um, but watch the video. It's kind of funny. Hope you're okay. You'll Tom laugh Cruise. until you cry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, babe. Yeah, good for you, Tom, I guess, for uh, pulling through. But you're also a Scientologist. Yeah. So you're still a Scientologist. Do not we talk, didn't forget. We're not talking about Scientology on this show because I don't want to die. <laughs> but if you guys are listening, Brit is the one who if said that. If this even gets to air because we can die. I know. They're going to like take it down. Don't mess with them. Is that all our news, news, news? Yeah. Okay. Blind items. You ready for this? Oh, wait. Before you get ready, I really thought that. We would tell you the blind items, and then in a week or two, they'd be solved. So oh, yeah. we could we don't reveal have them. But ones. none of the freaking blind items are solved yet. We're still going to reveal them. We haven't forgotten. It just hasn't <laughs> happened yet. So you People ready for your just first waiting, one? Like, was it true? I know, right? Yeah, I'm ready. This one? We'll oh, and by the way, all of our blind items pretty much come from blindgossip.com. They have the best blind items. 
Um, also, we're not sponsored by them. We just like them. But, but I mean, if Brian, you guys got some like, money, like up. you could do an ad. We could do an ad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this one is called So In Love. This young musical couple has been together for many months now. Her fans seem especially happy about it. Magazine articles talk about how they are so in love. Only, is it real? One of their execs is claiming that it is not. And this is what the exec says. I'm not supposed to say anything, but it's a PR relationship. There's a contract. They are both just doing it for publicity. It will be over in a few months. For a young couple so in love, they do seem to go long stretches without seeing each other or mentioning each other. Hmm. How long have they been together again? What's the beginning? A few months. I'm going to say Selena Gomez and Abel. Yeah? I think because you just really don't want them to date. <laughs> oh, I love Abel so much. I know, because you just don't want him to be with her. But yeah, that's what people nice. are saying in the comment section. People also said Ariana Grande and Mac Miller. I oh, really don't, that's... Well, I don't I really know. don't think that's true. I, I'm going to go with yeah, The Weeknd. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also, it's weird how they got together and their relationship is so social media and publicity heavy for people who don't seem that out with their relationships. And also, it's funny kind of how... Like, you never saw this man do an Instagram about Bella Hadid. Yeah, that's true. It's funny also how they act kind of like they've been together for like five years when they've been Mm -hmm. together for like five months. Exactly. Man, I'm getting... Okay, so... What I'm calling this is Follow Friday. Follow Friday. So I I know whenever we see things on social, we like to point them out or talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, But recently, I started following Paris Hilton. And thank God I did because (laughs) she is so funny. She's like a meme queen, which is great. She's like more self-aware than you would think. Yeah, she is. She kind of makes fun of herself. I'll probably have to retweet some because you won't be able to see them. But um. Oh, yeah, this was the one that got me following her. Me, I told you I'm not going out to drink tonight. Stop trying to convince me. Me at 1 a.m. And it's like her in a humongous like martini glass in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so she's really funny. I love all her memes. I'll probably Instagram some. But follow Friday, Paris Hilton. Shout out. Making a comeback. Okay, so yeah. mine. Who are you following these days? Is uh, someone that I followed before their breakdown and will continue to follow, which is Aaron Carter. He's always up to something on Twitter. Lately, it's been a little here and there, a little dodgy, but usually it's like really like for his fans and stuff. But this is just like a little weird thing that went down on social media with Aaron Carter. He's single now. He's single now and bisexual. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz did a variety interview and in it she said that when she was four years old she thought Aaron Carter was really cool and her and her friend would like listen to Aaron Carter and they would fight about who would date him and who would meet him one day right Mm -hmm. so Aaron Carter I guess reads this and (laughs) tweets at Chloe Grace Moretz, hey, let's set up a date. The crush is mutual. Let me just point out that Chloe Grace Moretz... Yeah, how old is she? She's 17, right? I think she's, yeah, 17, which is why she liked Aaron Carter when she was four years old. She's she's very young. She's either 17 or 18. And Aaron Carter is damn near 30. Yeah, he's 29, I think. Yeah, so... 
Aaron, that is bad form. I mean, it, it screams of desperation just because he just got out of right? a very public relationship. And it's like, someone's like, I had a crush on Aaron Carter. And he's like, what? What? Did someone <laughs> say what? I'm what? So, um... Also, I feel like it's oddly suspicious that, not that they really look alike, but Chloe Grace Moretz and Hilary Duff. Hey, boy, you have a type. <laughs> you have a type. And you like stalking them online. Like, yeah, because he's still obsessed with Hilary Duff. Yeah, back all the way up, but follow Aaron Carter. Uh, Britt told me he's like releasing new music. Oh yeah, he's live streaming. Live like streaming. A, it, it's been a good follow. I mean, he posts a lot of like shirtless pics, which... I no, mean, thank you. He has Don't, not, because he has body dysmorphia. No, I was going to say, he has, oh. like, it's not like he's fat, but it's just, it looks like unhealthy skinny. Like a, he has body dysmorphia. <laughs> you can't talk about his body. You look great, babe. <laughs> Loving no, it. No, we just can't talk about the body at all. Um, in between the drama and the recent craziness, there's Go some good stuff there. Go follow now, at Aaron Carter. So let's follow back Friday. Ain't no follow back, girl. Ain't no follow back. Uh, ain't no Friday like a follow back Friday because a follow back Friday <laughs> right. don't. Follow okay, good back. try. Yeah, I know. That didn't work out. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the Pretty Little Popcast. We'll be back next week, so don't forget to subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore podcast. We're also on Instagram at Pretty Little Popcast. Uh, you can snap us at PL Popcast. And if all of that sounds like a whole lot of work, you can just go ahead and send us a good old fashioned email at prettylittlepopcast at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.